everyone, my name is Carrie Witcher, and you too can be a Marketplace Multiplier because Marketplace Multipliers equip all Christians to influence their workplace and integrate their faith by making disciples and unleashing the kingdom of God wherever they are. Welcome to episode 11 of the Marketplace Multipliers podcast. My name is Jeff Clark, and I serve as the associate head basketball coach at Indiana Wesleyan. Through our first 10 episodes, You've heard stories of people who are integrating their faith and influencing for Christ at work. There's never been a significant movement of God without the involvement of laity, moving disciple-making beyond the walls of the church. One of the ways this is happening in the Westland movement and beyond is through the MM movement. And today, you're going to hear an update of how that is coming to life. To hear more about the movement, how to register for the launch event coming up on April 17th, or about the new book written by David Drury, you can go to www.marketplacemultipliers.com. Today, we're bringing on three MMs who have been at the center of the growth of this movement. Carrie Witcher, Jare Alisea, and Paul Andrews. I have no doubt as you listen to these three that you will get a sense of the energy and momentum of the movement God is bringing to life. now by three of the members of the Marketplace Multipliers launch team. And Carrie, I want to start with you because from the start, you've really been one who's been leading the way and driving the ship. So can you just go back to how you got engaged with this movement and what you've seen God do over the past couple of years? Hmm. Thank you, Jeff. So appreciate the opportunity to be with you here today. The Marketplace Multiplier movement really... Uh, set hold for me back in June of of 2019, as Pastor Wayne Schmidt uh, called uh, several of us like-minded marketplace multipliers together uh, to meet in college to attend the Amplify Conference. And from that moment, we were connecting with talented leaders from a variety of careers and backgrounds uh, that afforded us a chance to really uh, think about how we can play an even more influential role uh, in our workplaces to integrate faith with our work. And as that kicked off, uh, we we began to keep talking. And as the year closed out back in 2019, there were several of us that got together as a small planning group and began to think about where does this type of movement go? Where do we start? Uh, What are the things we want to do now as opposed to next? or later into the future. And so it was in that moment that we really began to plan for what a marketplace multiplier movement could look like. And we were very intentional in thinking about how we could integrate faith, uh, as well as how we could mobilize local chapters within the church setting or within regional settings that could be contextualized to, to meet their specific needs, as well as thinking about how we spread the word Uh, through releasing a newsletter and publishing a book, as well as launching a website, which I'm happy to report uh, just occurred. So all of this has been grounded in a a greater vision as to specifically calling out the fact that marketplace multipliers equip all Christians to influence their workplace and integrate their faith by making disciples and unleashing the kingdom of God wherever they are. And so we are intentional in this to integrate our faith and our work. 
Uh, we're intentional in making disciples and multiplying the kingdom. And we want to do this in whatever career or areas of influence that we're led into. Uh, we know that God is at work where we are work, and we want to continue to serve that higher interest and use our influence to lead with excellence. And thus far, the momentum that this small team and then ongoing conversations with other marketplace multipliers and pastors has resulted in is just incredible to watch unfold. It really has been fun. Every week, it feels like to get some update about a new place this is spreading to and where the movement's going and really how it's going globally. And and want to get to the global aspect of this in a minute. But first, Paul, I want to rewind and I want to go back to decades when you and Wayne Schmidt began to meet one on one accountability. And I know from the start, knowing him, knowing you, you guys were talking about these concepts for years and implementing them. Uh, so can you start maybe back in some of those conversations and then come forward to now to, would you ever have dreamed the overflow of this would, would be moving across the world? Good question, Jeff. So yeah, Wayne and I go back over 35 years of an accountability relationship. And a big part of that journey was uh, growing in my faith. And I had the benefit of a pastor who believed in me taking my faith to the marketplace. And so we would share stories about my workplace and he would give me counsel. We would celebrate together when things uh, happened the way we thought they should in God's kingdom. So to have a pastor who believed that I was sent to the marketplace was an incredible blessing for me. Um, I want others to have that same kind of uh, blessing on them and the confidence they can do that. But as I integrated my faith, it became more and more natural that, yes, my faith should be brought to the marketplace. We spend more hours awake at work than we do any other place. So why wouldn't my faith be at play there? And now I read the Bible differently because of that. I look at how God does want our faith integrated in all of our lives, especially at our work. So as I said, I have that blessing of having been with Wayne and our journey together and having a pastor who believed that I was really sent to the marketplace, supported me, encouraged me in that way. And then to think that others could gain that same kind of support through something like marketplace multipliers. I'd love to have people confident that they can and should implement their faith at work and it would go well for them. So I'm excited about where this is going and how we can encourage others to do this. Having lived that way for a number of years now, it makes so much sense from a spiritual perspective to fully integrate my faith at work. It is, it is the right way to do it. It's the way God wants us to do it. And I want others to experience that as well. And, it, and really, as you look at the momentum of this, the potential of the other people who could be influenced and pushed in this direction is limitless. And Jedi, I want to move to you because you've been on the front edge of what's happening internationally. And it is going to new places. And one of the things I love about seeing uh, Wayne and the, the team lead is there really is a heart not to control this, but to allow people to contextualize it to where they're at, because the leaders there most fully understand uh, what is needed in that marketplace context. And that's even shown in how so much of this movement has been led by those in the marketplace rather than by pastors. So can you give us a little bit of insight of, of what you're seeing as you're on the front edge of what's happening internationally? Sure, Sam. It has been such an exciting journey working and partnering globally with leaders, with marketplace multipliers. And I'll say that right now we're working in the implementation guide, 
in co-creating, which is an important concept, right? We are launching from the U.S., but through the journey of partnering globally, there is some ideas and some work that we are creating and we can bring back to, to the U.S. as well. So it has been such a humbling and exciting journey, as I share. I'll say that as a marketer, I just want to bring something um, from what I do day to day. You always are thinking about like a target customer, a target market, right? And then the intention is to solve um, the big problem that that target customer has with the product, showing the benefits of your product. And then that the reason why you have so many products in the market, but when we um, see the gospel, when we see Jesus, and we think about this strategy of going to the world and just sharing your faith or and living your faith in the place you are, basically you are reaching all the target customers and you're solving that tension with the unique benefits that you can, and the unique way you can share the benefits of having Christ in your life. So for me, it's like a mind blowing and just working outside the US, partnering with the Hispanic group and understanding how we can connect with their leadership their Latino, their Hispanic community is amazing. I'll say that um, for the Latino, the mindset is more like let's have everything ready and be super organized before launching. And that is what we're doing. We are partnering, working, and we are planning to have um, the first meeting with the Hispanic leaders on April. So exciting. That is so exciting. And it, it, it reminds me going back to that event in June, uh, in 2019, I know you were there, all of us were there and you put a group like that and you have Wayne leading them. And it's, it's not, uh, a situation where people are saying, let's just, uh, find five people around us. You know, those are some big dreamers and, and Wayne already is in some unknown country in a place he's never been thinking about how the gospel will reach that place. Um, and that's why it's so fun. Uh, just less than two years later to see all the momentum going forward. So, Jade, what do you see as the potential? Where, where could this go? Because your your excitement and your passion is is so obvious right now. As you're in these conversation, where could this go to, and what's the potential for the gospel of this movement? Well, the potential is is unlimited. I'll say that I see today we are partnering as the Wesleyan Church with the leadership and with the global um, community. But I, since day one, I believe we are going to have a, a global impact even outside the Wesleyan Church. Um, the times that I have had the opportunity to share what we are working with and what we are doing is very exciting for, for believers and for leaders. Um, I believe we are going to be around the globe with the marketplace multipliers ministry by the end of 2021 i will have so many chapters open 
And probably coming up in 22 and 23, we are going to be rolling this vision out outside our church. And listeners will be able to hear in the April episode more about the launch event on April 17th. Uh, John Maxwell is going to be featured there along with several other marketplace multipliers. And there's going to be more information coming. But before we get to that, Carrie, one of the things that strikes me, um, there's a vision for the number of people that can uh, be influenced by this and where the gospel can go. But another thing that's really fascinating that I'd love to hear your thoughts on is those who have really been intentional in this movement about integrating their faith and influencing for Christ, we've seen a pattern of their performance going to another level. Just as we started this call, Jare is sharing how today she's receiving a major award in her company. You're having new opportunities. What is it about integrating our faith and and living as Christ in the workplace that actually is propelling people to new places of performance, even in their workplace? I love that question, Jeff. And it really speaks to the limitless potential that Yari just commented on, uh, that as we are equipped as marketplace multipliers, we in turn reap benefit of that in seeing those that we've been successful in influencing for Christ, there's a confidence that comes with how we do that and a desire to do more of it and in different places. So for as much as I'm transitioning to a different role and a different with a different employer, the thought of me now being able to spread this even further outside of my known hometown geography uh, is completely blows my mind again uh, as to the influence again that we can have um, and and the confidence that I have um, been so privileged to to experience and recognizing the degree of influence that we each have. And you don't have to be a leader to have that influence. You You can be anywhere in your career or workplace and be able to influence others for Christ. We're working beyond the walls of the church here. And no one is alone in this. Uh, We're here to support one another. Uh, We're here to encourage one another. Uh, Equip, of course, is a key word. Um, But this is something that will have mass as we each recognize this ability that as Christians, we all have deep within our souls. And let's go. Paul, I'd love for you to comment on that too, because I know you've been studying and teaching on this for years. And what nobody's saying is, if we pray, we get better, right? Like God just loves us more. But how do you see that connection where as, as people more fully surrender their work to Christ and follow his ways, they become more effective in what they do? As you've consulted other leaders and, and seen that, what connection have you seen in that? So Jeff, what I found, there was a point in time when I was living my life in compartments. I I wasn't letting my faith uh, integrate with my work. So I've experienced both versions of that, a version where I was trying to be a Christ follower, but not fully implementing my faith at work. And now I'm on a journey of fully implementing my faith within everything I do at work. And there's wisdom and guidance that we have when we do that. Suddenly, biblical principles help me make decisions day by day. They, they influence the relationships I have. How do I share grace and truth in a work setting? How do I show the fruits of the Spirit to those who work around me? 
how do I make wise decisions for the multitude of things I have to make decisions about? So my own decision-making, my leadership of others, my relationships are all improved as I integrate my faith and use biblical wisdom for that. I don't think people realize how good biblical wisdom is in the times in which we live. And then there's a question I've heard that, that kind of, in a funny way, makes that point. Who's more likely to screw up the one life that you have, you or God? And I think about that. I've, I've got the God of the universe who wants to help me if I'll let him, or I can take it on my own. So I've made the decision. I'm more likely to screw up the one life I have, and I want to do things the way God wants me to do. And I think that provides huge benefits in our workplaces. And I know those who are listening can go to marketplacemultipliers.com, which Carrie said is now live, and they'll find more information. Maybe it's a marketplace person who wants to know how to launch a chapter in their local church. Maybe it's somebody looking for the book with all three of these Marketplace Multipliers featured to hear more of their stories, uh, to more, learn more about the, the launch event on April 17th. You can go to marketplacemultipliers.com now to, to find out more. And Jare, I want to finish with you. Uh, final question. Those who are listening now who are excited by this movement, how would you invite them to pray alongside what God is doing? Yes, I, um, it's a simple prayer. It's asking and requesting our Lord um, to open our heart, to be sensitive, to see how he sees, to hear what he wants us to hear, and just to walk with him in the journey that he wants and he has designed for us. And I think Paul's saying amen because he's saying, if you follow that journey, you're way less likely to screw it up than if you're following your own desires. So thank you all for joining today. Uh, listeners can go to marketplacemultipliers.com to find out more information and be on the lookout for the April episode, which will have more information about the April 17th launch event. See you next time. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Marketplace Multipliers podcast. For more information, go to www.marketplacemultipliers.com. Please like and subscribe to this podcast and share with others who may benefit. And remember, you too can integrate your faith and influence your workplace for Christ.